We are called to love others, but what exactly does that look like? Welcome to the Bible Studies for Life adult podcast, uh, hosted each week by Chris Johnson and myself, Lynn Pryor. And this whole issue of love is what we want to talk about today. Chris, thanks for joining me for yet another podcast. Lynn, good to be with you. We have Brandon Hill, the Bible, with us today. Brandon, thanks for joining us. You were with us a couple of weeks ago, and uh, you're Brandon is the author of uh, this study, uh, Living a Life Connected to Christ. And when you were with us last time, Brandon, I shared with people that at one point in time in your life, you worked with us at Lifeway, and now you're at a church in California. And so we're grateful for you taking the time to be with us today. Pumped to be back with you guys and excited to talk about this text. Tell us a little bit about your family, Brandon. We didn't do that last time. Yeah. So I have three little girls. Um, I was about to say their ages. I'm scared I'm going to get it wrong. 11, <laughs> 8, and 6. 11, 8, and 6. And uh, I'm married to Scarlett um, for 15 years. And she's just the best person I know. She's my best friend. And uh, she's she's actually, as we're recording this, she's in she's at Lifeway with, uh, well, she's on her way. She's in Dallas right now, flying to Lifeway today to be with the other Lifeway women authors. They're having a little Lifeway women author get together for the next few days. And uh, cool. so she'll be. Yeah. So let's give a little shameless plug here for, for Scarlett. <laughs> uh, Scarlett does work uh, for the Lifeway women's uh, writes Some of the Bible studies uh, does an incredible job with those. And uh, so any of the women who are listening to this podcast, I encourage you to uh, just to, to go online and look up those books by Scarlett Hill to yeah, so gonna, she's in y'all's y'all's neck of woods today, and uh, and I uh, hope she gets back to me sick quick. <laughs> All right. Well, we are in our fourth session of talking about uh, living life connected to Christ, and as I mentioned at the very beginning, we're going to be kind of focused on what Jesus said uh, in this uh, his uh, Last Supper discourse, what he said about living a life of love. So this is going to be our focus is the remaining in Christ means our relationships need to be marked by love. Brandon, you open this uh, in the in the Bible meets life section by telling us that you really need to have some. There are some things in life where you need to have some level of experience to be able um, to actually do something. Sure. The examples I use in in the guide is baking a cake. Like you have to have some reference point, at least having eaten cake, but you're going to need more than that. I use football. Um, and just as we're sitting here, the, the, an example for my personal life, I think of as preaching. Like, I think we're getting better at it, but at preparing preachers to preach. But when I was young, uh, 19 years old, somebody just told me you're preaching Sunday. Wow. That was it. Now I, thankfully I'd seen a sermon, but nope. That was not enough for it to be good. I promise you that. Nobody's like, here's how you here's how you do this. And uh, I preached a really, really boring message on Hebrews 11, I remember. So uh, that's that's an example for my life. What about you guys? Lynn? <laughs> um, I built a birdhouse once, um, and I think I was all of six years old. And uh, the reason I remember this is I did not know this, but just a few years ago, my mother delivered this birdhouse to me. Uh, they had kept it all those years. It is the most pathetic looking thing. I, it's a, it's, I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, 
but there were scraps of wood in the garage and I took some ha- a hammer nails. The nails are just bent all to pieces. I wrote on a marks a lot bird motel in, in my sixth, <laughs> my six year old handwriting, but I had no idea what I was doing, but I knew I wanted to make a birdhouse, but uh, it's so much better when you, when you've seen somebody and yet who actually knows what they're doing. Yeah. Did any and birds the- ever go to the bird motel? <laughs> I don't think it ever left the garage. <laughs> so, but, but, but uh, Brandon, your point, what your the reason you're stressing this is, what does love look like? Well, yeah. we're called to love, but as, as you say here, and I want to read this, how you said this, Jesus wants us to taste and see his love because only then can we love one another well. Yeah. So as, as I experience the love of Christ, then I in turn can love other people with that same love. Let me get us into John 15, uh, verse 9, where Jesus is he's going to talk about this. Uh, verse 9, he says, as the Father has loved me, I've also loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you these things so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. This is a convicting like the, I think the best texts are encouraging and convicting at the same time. Right. But there, there's a, a what I kind of spell out in the personal study guide is, is there's sort of a virtuous cycle happening here. We experience the love of Jesus. We, we obey. We keep his commands. We obey in response to, that spirit, to his love, remaining in his love. So we're experiencing, we're obeying, and then we are compelled by that to love. And the more we are compelled by his love to love, the more we actually remain his love, the more we're cognizant. Like the amount of his love doesn't change, but our awareness of it does our, the, the degree to which we're motivated by it does. And I'm sure you guys have, have experienced this, but an example that came to mind for me is uh, I heard John Piper talk a few years ago about um, how sort of this concept is sometimes you, you, it's the keeping of the commands that that through which you experience the love of Jesus, you experience the joy that that this passage is driving to. And he talked about how there was a man living in his car across the street from him. And he was like, oh, I don't want to invite this guy in for dinner. It's John Piper. I mean, he's being very honest. I don't want to invite this guy in for dinner. I think Jesus probably wants me to invite this guy in for dinner. Invites him in for dinner. Just a joyous experience. A couple days later, man, I think I was to invite this guy for dinner. I don't really want to do it. He's basically making the case. A lot of times the joy is on the other side of obedience. So we, we respond to the love that we have from Jesus. And then we find the love for others on the other side of it. And so uh, Jesus is leading us that direction. But, you know, I just can just say that's something I've certainly experienced. We, you never respond to the love of Jesus by loving others and then, and then regret it. Like, Oh, that was, that was unhappy. So. But Brandon, that is just so uh, opposite of the way the world thinks. It's opposite of the way we just in our human sinful nature think. Because yeah. if I want to experience joy, I want to do what I want to do. And so yeah. our focus is on ourselves. And, and it just seems so odd, out of place to think, okay, if, I, if, I, if I'm obedient, I, don't, I won't be doing what I get to do. Uh, but you're just telling me I will experience joy. That's yeah. exactly what Jesus is saying. And that's, and that is our experience. 
I'm actually uh, reading a book right now about, so the idea of teleological argument for the existence of God is usually related to the cosmos. Um, So, you know, design implies designer. Okay. This is, this is tying it to the human experience. So if God exists and he does, and if God made everything, as we've already covered in session one, we reflected back on the first couple of verses of John one without him was not anything made that has been made. He made everything. He, he's the one who designed both the way things work and the outcomes of the way that things work. And we know that he made them for our good, even though we came along and broke his world, the outcomes of the original teleological, the design of God is the joy of people. Mm. And anytime we can be motivated by his love to obey, that's what, that's literally the way the world is supposed to work is joy comes out of obedience because obedience is basically living in alignment to God's purposes and God's purposes are for the good of people. Your story about Piper reminded me of something I read a long time ago. Um, a guy that was a counselor um, was working with someone and, and he had some tasks, some serving kind of things he needed to do. So he invited this person that uh, had come for our counseling services to join him in, in these acts of service. And, um, it was it was, you know, visiting people who were going through hard times. It was uh, helping older people. And the person, the the person who had come for counseling just talked about how much he enjoyed it and how good this was for them and that uh, it was just so helpful for him. And the counselor said, well, you know, this is probably something that you should do all the time. You should do this every day. And the person's response was, What? Every, you want me to do this every day, <laughs> but you're right. It's when we do it as a natural part of our lives in the rhythm of our lives, as we hear God's word, obey God's word, do the things that he wants us to do, that we experience the joy. So this, this idea is Brandon has put these three key words together of remaining in him, love and obedience. And when you come to verse 12, Jesus gets straight at this command. This is my command. Love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this to lay down his life for his friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. Okay, everybody listening, calm down. <laughs> I know that that verse 12 can get your blood pressure up. Uh, this is my command. Love one another as I have loved you. And that is immense. And it is intense. And, and the, the two words that I put in the, the, the personal study guide that were my response to this is we try. Like, God, I, I, will, I will likely never be on a cross for anybody. You know what I mean? But I can try to respond. I can experience the love of Jesus and I can try to love like Jesus loves. This is not supposed to feel any, any command of God, as we just said, is not supposed to feel like a burden It's supposed to be an invitation to blessing. So when you read that love one another, as I have loved you and you think that you've loved me to the grave and beyond. Great. Take a step, take a step of love. Yeah. We got to move away from just thinking of this love as, 
uh, in that emotional sense, but it, there is, uh, it's the act of love. Um, yeah. Even on those moments when I don't feel like loving a person, but I step out in obedience and do something that is an expression, that is a loving expression to that person. I found often the feeling just kind of comes along with it. Um, yeah. So, so a couple of weeks ago, we looked at John 13, where Jesus said a new commandment I give you that you love one another, even as I've loved you. So he essentially says the same thing. And so in the context of this conversation uh, with his disciples, two times on the same night, he reminds them, this is, this is what we're to be about. We're to love one another and you're to love just like I love you. And then just like what you alluded to, Brandon, uh, he, um, gives us the example. Uh, this is what it means to love other people. Like I loved you. He's Jesus is preparing to go to lay down his life, uh, on the cross. And you're right. That's not what we do, but it's that sacrificial love, uh, that he's calling us to. There's a line, uh, that I put in this section, um, that I've thought about several times uh, since then, we may not be able to love to the degree Jesus loves, but we can love in the same manner. And uh, I mean, I even as we sit here, I think of a, a, a man in my church who uh, is struggling, like he is wrestling for holiness, mm-hmm. fighting for holiness. And he, he and I have gotten together a few times and I sit across from him in my office and I think, man, I cannot fix this guy's problems, but I can recognize in his life. Like I'm not Jesus. I can't just, I can't love him to glory. I can't love him to freedom, but I can recognize in him uh, the neediness that I've had before Jesus and the, the opportunity for grace that I've had before Jesus. And I can try to love him in the same manner, even though I don't have the same, you know, extent of power. And uh, I think that, um, not think, I know the Lord has, has promised to have his power be at work in us when we do that. I have a friend who um, is, um, has been married for um, over 50 years, uh, who is taking seriously uh, his vow to his wife uh, to always to love her uh, in sickness and in health. And um, she, she has Alzheimer's. And he's just moved out of the house that they lived in for um, over 30 years to a place that's better for her. And, uh, you know, he, his response to his, his station in life right now is I made a promise and I'm going to be faithful to this promise to, to, to love my wife. And in this instance, there is an element of sacrificial love and he doesn't even see it. It's just, this is just what I do. I've always loved her. I've always said I would, I'd be faithful and I always, always take care of her. And um, so even, uh, even sacrificial love, um, he, he doesn't, he doesn't get it. He doesn't see it. He just is doing what he's supposed to do. Hmm. And that, that's the beauty of love like that. It's just, it's not in his eyes. It's not a sacrifice. No, no. Why, why wouldn't he do that? Yeah. So that's great. And when we do that, this idea that we love as, as Christ calls us to, it's going to produce the spiritual fruit. Uh, and let me, let me take us into verse 15. Jesus is continuing to talk. He says, I do not call you servants anymore because a servant doesn't know what his master is doing, but I've called you friends because I have made known to you everything I have heard from my father. You do not choose me, but I chose you. I appointed you to go 
and produce fruit and your fruit should remain so that whatever you ask the father in my name, he will give it. This is my command. Love one another. This was the, uh, this was the point in reading back through this, that I was struck with the fact that Jesus came with me to California. Um, you know, <laughs> go, go and produce fruit and that fruit should remain. And, uh, since I worked on this content and us now talking about it, I have gone to California and, and, and wondered <laughs> what's that going to be like. And, uh, and, uh, the, the love of God that I've experienced uh, in Nashville is the love of God that I've experienced in California. And man, our listeners are all over the, all over the country and the world. I mean, Bible studies for life is the largest Bible study in the history of Jesus's church. And wherever you are, um, you can go and produce fruit and produce fruit that remains. It's just a beautiful it's just a beautiful opportunity that we have in responding to Jesus. It kind of fires me up for you guys. And Brandon, we do get excited uh, as Christians <laughs> about this idea of, of being fruitful. I mean, that we, that's a, such an inviting term and to say, yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus, I want to, I want to produce fruit and I want to produce fruit that will remain, which is what he's called us to. But then right after that, he reminds us, Oh, by the way, don't forget I've commanded you love one another. Yeah. And I see there, you want to produce fruit. That's where it starts. You got to love right. one another. That's right. It's intriguing that Jesus says uh, to his disciples, those closest to him, you know, you, you, you've been my servants, but I don't call you servant anymore. I call you friend. And, uh, and, and he says the same thing to us. Um, so we, we are his servants, but we would say to us, well, you are my friend. Uh, if you do the things that I ask you to do and, and he's, you know, he lets us know, Hey, I'm, I'm going to let you in on what I'm about and what we need to focus on and what our priorities need to be. And, and again, love is the heart of that. Uh, but just an intriguing statement that he makes it clear. That's how he feels toward us. Okay. So yes. Brandon, Brandon has preached his sermon. Now it's my turn. Um, we do. We love this idea that Jesus says, I no longer call you servants. I call you friends. And so many Christians jump on that. Oh yeah. Jesus is my friend. Now there is a truth there, but I see so many, it's just, they almost treat that rather glibly just, yeah, he's like, Jesus is my good buddy. And then they often forget this one who's calling you friend is also the sovereign Lord over the universe. And he is your friend, but don't forget, you are to be obedient wholeheartedly to that friend. Uh, I think too many of us treat Jesus a little too casual. Uh, we take friendship in a way that Jesus did not intend it. So now that's my story. Sure. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a friend unlike any other. I mean, it's a friend that commands. Um, and it's a friend that's worthy to command. Um, and it's a friend that lays down his life. It's it's the a friend like no other. And you and you see that you see the central theme from this text threaded through even all of the divisions that that we have um, fathers in the first one. Father has loved me. I also loved you remain in my love. And then the second one, love one another as I have loved you. And then we here we have not just the friendship, but the you did not choose me, but I chose that I that I chose you. 
um, to bear fruit. Like we have, it's really clear that, um, that the me, that the motivation for our love for others, for our ser- service of others is Jesus's love for us. Um, my, my wife and I, we edit each other's stuff. And when she was editing this for me, she told me, um, my, before you guys edited it, yeah, I know it's, <laughs> she, 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 she got it before y'all got it. Um, she told me that her favorite, uh, application live it out point, uh, for the whole study was the first one here. Um, remember God's love and put a reminder on your phone for a set time each day this week to stop and remember Jesus's love for you and to block out a little time to preach the gospel to yourself. I really, I would encourage you guys to do that. I have done that before. It will change your perspective on basically every interaction that you have that week um, wow. or that day um, to, to move into your next meeting or your next uh, you know, errand or whatever it is with a fresh reminder of, oh my gosh, I'm moving out right now again, loved all the way into the grave and all the way into forever by, by Jesus, the son of God. And um, I would like to encourage you guys to try that if you are listening. Thank you. I'll tell you what I think is going to be hard about this session. And that is there is so much good meat here. We're going to run out of time. I think even in the small groups uh, that are meeting in homes that aren't confined by like just a set hour, it's it's going to be midnight, and you're going to be you, you you're still going to want to keep talking. Uh, there's some there's some rich content here, and uh, Brandon, thank you for joining us to uh, discuss what you've written and helped us to really uh, give some fresh insights into what Jesus has taught here. Thank you for being a part of this podcast. Thank you guys for for letting me write, and thank you for letting me talk about it. Thanks for your friendship, and it was awesome to be with you. Well, good. And uh, for you, those of you who are listening, thank you for taking the time to listen. I hope as you take time to uh, read your personal study guide, your daily discipleship guide, or perhaps you're leading a group. I hope this this conversation that we've had is very uh, informative for you as you unpack uh, this material. And may God bless your Bible study this week.